But if you just say for one year, I'm going to commit myself to these things, right? Whether it's your health journey, your fitness journey, your business, your personal brand, whatever it is, to take your life to the next level, you'd be shocked at what you can accomplish in 12 months. Welcome back to The Burn Podcast. Today marks a new chapter for the show as we're kicking off a 12-month collaboration with Colton Paulus and his show, The Visionaries Table. Every month, we will be sharing a conversation between Ben and Colton as they peel back the layers of what it takes to be a high performer and a visionary leader. Welcome to the first segment of what we're calling At the Table with Ben and Colton. Okay, so let's dive in. So today's podcast is one I am personally really excited about. You can't help but be inspired, motivated, want to take your life to the next level when you hang around my guest on this podcast. Um, He has a life most would dream about. He's a performance coach to elite business owners, athletes, sports teams, organizations. He's a speaker, a two-times Wall Street Journal bestselling author. He was voted by USA Today as a top five coach in the world. I mean, think of people you know in this space. He's in the top five in the world. Uh, He truly embodies mental toughness, personal excellence, and visionary leadership so well. My guest today is Ben Newman. Ben, thanks for being on the show. Colton, I'm so excited to be on this journey with you, with all your listeners. And uh, I know we have some fun things in store that that we're going to unpack here today, but just fired up. You and I have been connected for a long time and really excited to attack this journey moving forward. I'm really excited, man. I'm, I'm fired up. I just think... As we've, I mean, you've heard my story and kind of, you know, taking this business from zero to a hundred million, but I think what I didn't do well early on, and you know, this right is, is obviously I gained weight and just wasn't taking care of my health and my mindset wasn't right. So I'm really inspired to help people take their life to the next level. Cause I think we just have excuses. So before we get into kind of what we're going to do over the next year and, and unpack that, I want to dig into your story. So why don't you tell me a little bit about where you grew up, your, your childhood, and then we can get into, you know, your coaching business and all that. So I, I will answer that question, but there's something that I, I have to say before we get started. Uh, because I, I know you've said it before on the show, but you said that so fast, I went from zero to a hundred million. So let's just slow that down for just a minute, because <laughs> yeah. I think there's something that's really, really important, and it's something that I've seen. We've now been connected for years together, mm-hmm. but something I've seen, and it's a very powerful word, and I don't think people step into it enough. And you did. And one of the things that on this journey that we're going to go on together over the next 12 months, I want everybody listening. If you want to be on this journey with us, and it might not be easy, it might challenge you, but you have to step into this word the way that Colton has, it's to believe. Mm. And even though there have been ups and downs, you have never wavered in your belief of what you could do. And you do not get from zero to 100 million without belief. But one of the things I've also noticed about you, and it's one of the things I'm excited about to challenge other areas of your life. That's right. And your listeners. Yes. Is you've put action behind your belief. And that's what so many people miss, Colton. And that's why I'm excited to be on this journey with you and with your listeners. Yeah. Is because when you believe and then you take the action, that is when you learn what continual peak performance looks like in your life and when you unpack your standards. So I just wanted to highlight that because you can't go that fast. I'm yeah. talking about going from zero yeah. to 100 million That's right. without letting me slow that down. So That's I fair. had to say that. Now I'll answer your question. Is that fair? Yeah. That's perfect. No, I appreciate that. And it is true. I mean, it's, it's where everything starts is with a belief system. But then I do think a lot of people, and obviously we'll dive into this, they have belief, but they don't take action. So it's like, do you actually believe enough to take action and take action quickly? I think I think that's the biggest thing is a lot of people overthink, they overanalyze, where a successful person, you know, you coach elite athletes, business owners, people that have done it at the highest level, they might have failed four or five times before the other person even took action one time. So it's taking action and then taking it quickly and often. 
I love it. And it's that consistency and discipline and willingness to do it. So mm-hmm. let's start with my story because it starts with what I believe is really the secret. I, I'd rather, just so that people understand the ride that we're on together, I'd rather just give away the secret right away mm-hmm. that I found in doing this work for 18 years because it's been the secret in my life and what I've found to be consistent in the highest performers that I've been blessed to work with in sports and in business. And so many of my mentors and people who I've been blessed with on my journey, they've called me an old soul, Colton. Mm -hmm. And the reason why is because I had to grow up fast. My parents were divorced when I was six months old, never knew my parents together. My father obviously moves out of the house, drug addict, alcoholic, manic depressive, bipolar, everything under the sun. So. No surprise, my mom had to create distance and say, for our boys, this house needs to be right. That's right. And so my mother had the courage to get divorced. Well, a handful of years later, my mother is then diagnosed with a rare muscle disease called amyloidosis. Wow. Now, every single one of your listeners, you, me, we all have amyloids in our body. If you have an excess of amyloids, you would have a disease called amyloidosis. Mm. There were two hospitals in the United States in 1983 treating this disease the Mayo Clinic in Minnesota, and the Boston Medical Center. For some reason, my mother's team of doctors in St. Louis chose for her to go to Boston. She meets with a woman by the name of Dr. Martha Skinner, who tells my mother, you're only the second woman under 40 years old I've ever seen or heard of having this disease. Wow. Colton, they gave my mother two to four years to live. Gosh. So I, so I want to ask your listeners, yeah. how would you respond Man, you know, we all face challenge and adversity, but how you respond determines the story that you write. Wow. My mom took out this old blue mead notebook, maybe like you, many of you used to have in school and yours was another color. Yep. And she wrote, beat the statistics, beat the odds, live with a disease that is chronic and fatal, believe in yourself, combat anything, purpose in life. Gosh. Fast forward to today. I now call this the burn. I believe the secret to the highest performers, it's not why and purpose. And I want to make sure that I'm clear mm-hmm. on this. I'm not mm-hmm. saying why and purpose is not important. Yep. But why and purpose is actually not the driver for the highest level of success. It's okay. when you identify and understand the burn that lies inside of you. And it's when that burn ignites your why and purpose and causes you to be disciplined on the days that you don't want to do it. And especially after you win Mm, my mother's burn, as I now call it, even when we had 24 hour nursing care in our house, she said, regardless of pain, regardless of it's going to take one nurse or two nurses for me to get to the head of that dining room table, I will make it to the head of that dining room table and I will look at my two boys in the eyes and ask them how their day was at school. Colton, you and I know the only way she was dying before our eyes that she gets to that dining room table is when there was a burn inside of her that would not have stopped her from being the example. It's so good. And even even though my mother passed away 11 days before my eighth birthday, mm-hmm. my mother taught me what it means to have conviction and passion and to fight for what you believe in in life. Mm. And my mother has instilled a burn in me that I will not stop writing her story. There's no hitting the snooze button in my life. There's no wasting days because my mother died at 38. I'm 45, Mm. which means that seven extra years that my mother never got. And so if we have this opportunity to attack with all of your listeners for a year, yeah. And give them the opportunity to connect to their burn the way my mother did. Yeah. And to that's fueled me in my life to do all these things, which I appreciate you highlighting them, but I yeah. still feel like I haven't even scratched the surface. Totally. Then I'm on this journey with all your listeners. We're all in this fight together. We're going to challenge you. You guys are going to challenge me and we're all going to get better together. But Colton, that's the difference. That's it. We have to help people understand this burn. Because the burn is what's going to change every aspect of their life. I love that. I love that. Like I said, you're going to be motivated to run through a brick wall after listening to him. I'm like ready to go change the world already. We're five minutes in. Okay, so um, so the burn, other people, is this when people talk about like hunger to be great, right? And you've, you've titled it the burn, or is it even deeper in your estimation? 
Well, so it, it's different for everybody. Okay, okay. It's, it's different for everybody. So some people may, you may have just heard my mother's story and you may say, I never thought of it this way, but mm-hmm. I lost my father to cancer or I lost my grandfather and watched him battle. So for many people, it is. It's challenge, it's sacrifice, it's pain that you've been through that gives you perspective that I can't waste a day because of the sacrifice that, that somebody made or somebody, like nothing's worse than what I saw, my mother dying before my eyes. It, nothing, nothing compares to that. That's so right. today's not a bad day. Yep. For other people, they may say, my parents each had two jobs in order for me to be able to go to school and have mm-hmm. food on the table. Yeah. There's no way I will waste a day if my parents made that kind of sacrifice. Yep. There's other individuals who say, I've recognized in my home, just like Ben's little eyes were watching his mother, there's little eyes in my home. There's little eyes in your home that are watching you. Yep. And when you think of those little eyes and your responsibility to be the example, that becomes your burn. You can't waste a day. Mm. If you become a failure or a fraud, in front of your children, how could you not have a stronger burn than that? Mm-hmm. To say, I'm going to be an example for my kids to realize they can accomplish whatever they want to in their life. Yeah. And then for others, Colton, it's the, they, you know, people grew up and somebody told them like, you're too small, you're too short, you can't do this, you can't do that. And people build what I call a JWM mindset, this mm-hmm. just watch me mindset. Yeah. And when somebody tells you you can't, you say, just watch me. Mm-hmm. And there's some people who are fueled that way, who that's all they've ever heard. was All you've done was tell me that I can't. That's right. And that becomes their fuel. And that's where I, I want to distinguish with that final example. That's the difference between a burn and your why and purpose. That's right. So that undersized, you'll never be good enough, you're too small NFL player that I currently work with. Yep. That individual, his burn is, you told me I was too small, just watch me. But his why and purpose is, I will be the catalyst to change my family's life forever. So, so you see the difference? That's right. That's right. Even So if you elaborate on that too, the greatest of the greats have that as well, right? So Michael Jordan. But if we take it even what's going on right now with Patrick Mahomes, he created a new story where it was, they don't think we can win on the road. And it was like this burn that he got the whole team to get behind him and like, they don't believe in us. It's like, he doesn't even have anything to prove, but he's creating (laughs) these stories and this motivation to take his life to the next level. So I just love it. I think that's so good. And you nailed it. And that's what the highest performers do. It's it's like when you watched uh, the, the last dance with Michael Jordan, you know, somebody would come into a restaurant, you know, the head coach from another team, they see him on the road and they walk in and, Michael, man, it's great to see you. Like you're having such a great season. And, you know, the opposing coach is totally polite and respectful. And then the coach walks away from the table and Michael Jordan is like, can you believe that son of a, do you hear the way he disrespected me? Do you hear the way he just talked to me? And he he would make up this stuff in his head that everybody was out to get him when the reality was people couldn't believe they got to step on the court with him because he was the greatest ever. That's right. But to him, he had to build this framework of how he made it different so that he would attack that next level. Yeah, so good. Okay, so so obviously <clears throat> your personal story, your mom passed away at eight. So after that, when did you feel like you found the burn? Was it at eight or was it? did you go through some hard times throughout high school? When did you feel like you connected with that burn? Brother, I, I've been to so many therapists. You could probably call me doctor. I still have two coaches. I'm still reading books every single day. And so... I'm still trying to figure it out. And I think that's important for us as we start this journey together throughout this year. But for me, I was I was so fortunate that I had coaches in my life that were there because after my mom passes away, my dad moves back in. You don't get to divorce your father. Yeah. So my mom might have been able to divorce drug addict, alcoholic, manic, depressive, bipolar. Colton, I didn't get to divorce those things. Mm -hmm. Those things move back into that house. And that's what I had to deal with. Wow. I had to deal with significant verbal abuse. I, I, I've i said so many times in my coaching work and with individuals, I've said, I wish my dad would have hit me because those bruises would have gone away, Colton, but some of the verbal abuse that I had to endure, it lasts a lifetime. Yeah. And so there was so much pain I had to go through, but then I had these coaches or mentors or family members who recognized, man, this kid isn't broken. There's something in this little guy. Mm. 
And then they started to pour that belief in me. And then I started to recognize like, man, I can honor my mom. Yeah. And I, I think it was it, 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 in a book that nobody's ever seen because my, my basketball career wasn't that much to uh, write home about. I mean, I was a guy who could have played Division three basketball, but yep. I loved hooping, but I've got this old scrapbook. And in the scrapbook, I think it was the first time, and I don't know if I've ever said this publicly, so it's unique for us to start this relationship this way. Yeah. I essentially put in that scrapbook, which I have down in my basement, I haven't pulled it out in probably two decades, that I dedicated the scrapbook to my mom. Mm. And if you were to give me a moment when I said, like, when did I first really realize, like, I'm doing it for my mom's memory, it was probably then okay. that I realized, like, the hard work. And, and maybe subconsciously then it was be, beyond that note was me probably saying, Mom, thank you for sending me these two coaches. Because my two coaches, if you guys can believe this, my two high school basketball coaches who I played for now damn near 30 years ago are characters in books that I write and still dear friends and mentors of mine today. Have you thought about writing a book but just don't have the time? We would love to help you make that dream come true this year. Introducing BNC Publishing. We offer an in-house three-step process to help you bring your book to life. The whole process only takes 60 to 90 days. Compared to 18 months for traditional publishing methods, we work fast. To see if we are a good fit to work together on your project, email our team at info at bennewman.net. That's info at bennewman.net. Now, back to the show. Right, so yeah. Colton, you and I both know, being, being gentlemen who believe at a high level, that doesn't happen by accident. That's right. That, 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 that's not an accident. Yeah. And yep. so, you know, that was the first time I probably acknowledged I was doing it for my mom and yep. really wrote it down. But then I've always had these people like these two coaches, Ed Johnson and Todd Basler, who was there for me That's to right. make me realize my, my mom was putting the right people in my life. Yep, yep. And that was the Lord showing up too and, and saying, hey, there's more for your life. And I think we all have those moments where if we recognize things happen for us, not to us, right? Someone that we look up to, Ed Milet talks a lot about that. And I think if you can reframe that, not everything's happening to you, right? Like it was tragic what happened to you, your mom passing away, the childhood you went through, but it's literally what you're using now to take your life to the next level and help others. So did it happen to you or for you, you know? So why don't you talk about that? You know, I, I, I love that perspective. One of the tools, and we're going to get into this because Colton and I are going to give a very, very special gift, gift, gift to each of you that are on this journey with us. Yep. But one of the mental training tools that I've used, I've been doing this for 18 years, Colton. I changed my bio a couple of weeks ago and get to coaching. Like I've been doing this for 18 years. Yep. And there's six mental training tools that we've used for over 15 years in our coaching work. Love it. One of those mental training tools is what I call the power to reframe. And you just alluded to that and yep. you nailed it. I wouldn't change anything. Would I, would I want to give anything to have a conversation, a hug, a kiss from my mom? I, I would love to have that, but that's not the way that life works. Mm -hmm. And so I do have the choice to honor her. I do have the choice to build strength as a result of the lessons that she taught me, but I don't get to bring my mom back. Yep. And I think so many of us, just like I asked you to step into the belief that Colton had to get to a hundred million, step into the belief if you've been holding yourself back from pain mm -hmm. and shift that perspective and reframe it. Yep. You know, had I not reframed it, I wouldn't have this business. You and I wouldn't be connected. Mm -hmm. You and I are connected because of the original connection I had during COVID yep. when Ed and Andy invited me to give a, a virtual talk for Arate. That's and that right. was really, I, I think, the first time that we ever got connected it was. was in 2020. Yeah. Yep. Well, had I, woe is me, I would have never gotten invited to speak. Ed Milet mm -hmm. wouldn't even know who I am today. Mm -hmm. And let alone now he's a mentor and a dear, dear friend of mine because he had me speak during COVID because I understand exactly what you just said. That's right. We have to reframe and build strength from our story. And that's what I'm really, really fired up about on going through this journey with you, right? Because I just want to be that voice for people like the coach that you had, the the mentors that you've had, where, you know, maybe we're going to do it virtually. And then eventually, maybe people will find you and want to go deeper into coaching with you. Um, 
you know, but I just want people to understand that you have control of your destiny. You have control of the actions that you take day in and day out. So let's go back to the very, very beginning of your coaching journey. So you said 18 years ago, right? Um, How did it all start? Like, why did you choose this path? I guess. Well, you could say it chose me really. I, I, Mm -hmm. let's go back. So 2004, I'll take you all the way back. And I'm some of the facts of the story. I'm going to give you guys the real story and I'm not saying it to impress anybody. It's to impress upon the point and help you understand. And so in 2004, I started as a financial advisor. And as a result of passion and conviction, understanding hard work and discipline, because it's all I've ever known. I mean, my first job, I was making $3.25 an hour selling hot dogs at a pool snack bar when I was 13. I mean, like all I've ever known is work. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> I was never opposed to work. So I came in and I wanted to work hard, but I also recognized as an advisor I could help write the story of the little guy just like me who grew up and lost his mom. Mm. And $100,000 of term insurance put me through college. Wow! And so all I wanted to do was rewrite that story. So as a result of that, I ended up writing the record books for a Fortune 100 financial firm. Wow. About a year later, an office in Chicago, they called me, Colton, and they say, what are you doing? So this was like about a little about two years after I started that the talks for the talk was probably in 05, but they bring me in at 06. So what are you doing? Like we will pay you five hundred dollars to come to Chicago and we'll pay all your expenses to come and tell our people what you're doing. Wow. And Colton, I'm like, that's a thing. I was a 26 year old kid. Like, what do you mean you'll pay me five hundred dollars at all my <laughs> expenses? Right. Yeah. And so I show up to give this talk and I realized it wasn't so much this sales language that I could share. Yep. It was similar to what you just said. Like we get to make a difference in somebody's life mm. who's on the other side of our microphones. We might be able to share something that influences somebody to think differently, believe differently, and then show up differently with their action. Yeah. And Colton, I was like, man, I'm, I'm all in. Like yeah. I get to do this. And so speaking started and then there was more speaking. <clears throat> and then in 2008, a financial advisor who'd been in the business for 13 years, Colton, comes up to me. I'd been in the business for four and we were in this monthly accountability group together. And he's like, man, will you coach me? I'm like, coach you? Like, what do you, what do you, what do you mean? Like, yeah. what, what do you mean coach you? And he's like, well, look, I, I've been in the business for 13 years. You've already done things in four years that I've dreamt of doing in this business. I've never done it. Mm-hmm. There were three months left in the calendar year. I looked at him. His name is Kevin. I said, I'll coach you. I said, let's talk through what does this look like? How often do you want to talk? What do you want to pay me? And yeah. just kind of work through it. And we came up to an agreement. And in that final three months, he did more than he'd done in the entire year to break through to hit one of these really big goals. And it was one of those things called, I didn't choose coaching. Yeah. But it was that time where I said, okay, we talked, you mentioned the Lord earlier. I was like, God is God's doing something here yeah, because right. I didn't ask to become a speaker. I didn't ask to become a coach, but these doors open mm-hmm. and I'm walking through them and I'm feeling something. Yeah. And when I feel this, this is a different feeling. And all I started to do year after year and day after day, surrender to that feeling, surrender to stepping in deeper, yeah. believing more, putting more action behind it. And Colton, I never would have believed. Right. You know, a lot of people say, oh, I knew that's where I would be. Mm -hmm. If you would have told me back in 2006 when I got hired to speak for five years for 500 bucks that I would have spent five years and won two national championships with Coach Saban at the University of Alabama. And I would have been on Nick Saban's payroll for five years. I would have told you you were crazy. (laughs) It's insane. But when you have vision, as we talked about at the beginning, and you understand your burn which causes you to not pay attention to the nose as much as other people. Yes. You put action and discipline behind it and the byproduct is winning. And that's that's what I want to hit on too with that story. I feel like you were open and you you saw the opportunity and just went down the road, right? As a person of faith, a lot of times, you know, I believe God opens doors for all of us. 
But a lot of people shut it themselves. They don't just step into the next step of their life because they're in fear, they doubt, they talk themselves out of it. So I think part of your journey and your success, and you can elaborate on this, is because you just kept saying yes and you kept developing and kept growing and kept going through the process of refining who you are and saying yes to the opportunities. So I'm going a, I'm to a put a little more fire behind what Colton just said. What Colton just said was, if you're standing in front of that door of opportunity, you better beat that son of a gun down. Yep. Because nobody's going to do it for you. And this is going to be something that's going to blow. You're bringing stuff out in me today that I've never mentioned on podcasts before. And I've been doing a lot of podcasts. So in all the podcasts I've ever done, <clears throat> what I'm about to show you has been on my desk since my first job out of college. I was a paper broker in Chicago. It's amazing. This is how God works with what you just said. I was a paper broker in Chicago. That was my first job out of college. I became a financial advisor and before I moved back to St. Louis wow I was reading the Chicago Tribune one morning it's like when people used to read the newspapers in the morning and there was a quote in the Chicago Tribune and the quote hit me so hard that I printed it out I framed it it's been in the same frame on my desk Colton for 23 years wow contrary to what you've heard opportunity does not knock you knock and opportunity answers oh, it's what good. you just said that's so exactly good. what you just said. Yep. And I believe that we have to beat down this door of opportunity in our lives. <clears throat> and you nailed it. There's people who are listening. The only reason why you're not doing more in your life mm -hmm. is because you're choosing to not even open the door. That's right. You're choosing to not even give yourself permission. Mm -hmm. you, you've been telling yourself for whatever <clears throat> reason that the stories that people have told you are the truth rather than recognizing the voices in your head, the good ones and the bad ones, they're all your voice. Mm -hmm. And you get to choose which voice you listen to. And that's why Colton and I are gonna encourage you to stay connected to that burn, yep. stay connected to that voice of positivity. Every door that opens and closes, we're gonna beat down that next door and teach you to give yourself permission to go for it. That's and right. to stop making excuses and to stop li listening to the self-talk and we're going to give you the tools, the mental training tools that have been put to the test by champions in every major sport, including the Olympics and some of the highest performing businesses, Fortune 10 businesses in the world that I've had the opportunity to coach. And we're going to give you all of those tools. It's incredible. It's incredible. And it all starts with the belief, right? Like you mentioned earlier, it's... It's a belief in yourself. And I just think so many people talk themselves out of where they're headed. So you mentioned obviously before, right? So walk me through your coaching journey. So what, was it a slow grind in the beginning? Like when did these massive opportunities start coming your way and how? Oh, this is, this, this is great. So what a lot of people don't realize, 70% of my work, because people see signed jerseys and balls and helmets and championship rings when they see me on a Zoom like this. Yeah. And they don't realize 70% of my work still to this day is in the corporate world. Mm. It's corporate. It's not yeah. even in 30% of my work is in sports. Yeah. 70% is corporate. I didn't do anything in sports, Colton. So 2006, was the first time I'm hired to speak, I didn't do anything in sports until 2011. Wow, five and in years. 2011, it was not Alabama football. It was my old high school basketball coach, who I just told you guys earlier is still a mentor of mine. And Coach Basler called me in 2011. And he, to this day, he still calls me Benny Boy. He says, mm -hmm. Benny Boy, these guys are underperforming. I don't know what the hell's wrong with these boys, but I need you to come fire them up. Will you come give these boys a locker room speech? And I said, Coach, man, I'll do anything for you. Mm-hmm. And so my old high school basketball team, Ledoux High, was playing Parkway Central, the number 10 team in the city. I travel down to Parkway Central. It was a road game. I go into that locker room. I give this pregame speech. And Colton, I was hooked. Mm. These kids went off. They knocked off Parkway Central. I ended up going back for nine straight years, would have never taken a dollar from my old coach to do anything for that basketball program. I would sit on the bench. I helped them make their first ever Final Four State run, back-to-back -back conference championships. They hadn't won a conference championship since I was in school. I mean, it was just unbelievable the things that we did. Wow. I think four kids went and got Division One scholarships. 
We turned the program around. My start in sports was with my high school for no money, Colton. That's so cool. I love that. And so I love it. everybody's always looking for that quick hit. And a number of times I had people call me after. So that was in 2011. I didn't start working for Alabama until 2017. Mm. So for six years, there were NFL teams, other college teams. Coach Kleiman at North Dakota State gave me my first ever opportunity in college football. I got to go win national championships with North Dakota State. He then brought me with him to Kansas State, where I'm getting ready to start my 10th season with Coach Kleiman. Colton, none of this would have happened if I wouldn't have said yes to my high school basketball coach to go speak to some high school kids. That's right. And so one of the lessons I think is important, because some of you that are listening you're where you want to be on your journey, but you've got these bigger goals and dreams. Yep. Some of you have not given yourself permission yet. Yep. And sometimes you haven't given yourself permission because you say, well, I deserve this money or I can't do this because that. What if I would have done that with my coach? Oh, I'm busy, coach. I'm sorry. What if I would have told you that that one yes to my coach that night would have led to working for Coach Saban and Coach Kleiman and yeah. 30 NFL players? and players on the last seven Super Bowl teams or coaches, mm -hmm. that one yes to a bunch of high school kids. And so, Colton, I know you believe this. Mm -hmm. If we only focus on the money, you're not going to make money. You didn't get from zero to $100 million. Did you have goals for revenue? Yes, I've seen you post it on your story. I've seen you talk mm -hmm. about it. But the sole focus wasn't money. No. It was you stepping into your belief in the action that it would take. That's and right. that's what I hope we can encourage people to do. If you that's focus right. on the money, it's going to be hard for us to help. There's that's nothing right. wrong with having a goal that's financially driven, but yep. we got to focus on the disciplines every day. That's right. And I think, too, you you weren't too good for the first opportunity, right? Like you, mm, because it was, it was a heart posture, right? You actually just wanted to serve these kids and help your old coach. And you knew you had the skills to do it, right? So you're like, hey, I'm gonna go serve this, this team, serve this coach, and you honored it. And then that's what elevates you over and over again is honoring where you are. You know, even this podcast we're starting, right? My personal brand. Well, it's, I don't have hundreds of thousands of followers. I believe I can get there one day, but I'm honoring what I'm given right now. Mm -hmm. Right. And if there's a hundred people listening, I'm going to honor those hundred people and give them my best every single time I show up. So talk to me about that, the consistency, you know, cause I listen to your stuff all the time. And I think one thing you are one of the best in the world at is really explaining the consistency it takes to achieve at the highest level. So why don't you talk to me about that? A major part of reaching your peak performance is having the right people in your life or organization. And to help with that, we are proud to introduce our strategic partner, Spark Companies. No matter the industry or workforce needs, Spark Companies provide extremely effective solutions for leadership recruitment, staffing, and other workforce solutions. For our listeners, Spark is offering a no-cost consultative session to help identify your specific needs and how they might be able to help. To schedule your free consultation, head over to bennewman.net forward slash spark. That's bennewman.net forward slash S-P-A-R-K. Now, let's get back into the show. Yes, I'm a huge believer in discipline and that discipline wins. As I share some of these examples, once again, it's not to impress anybody but I think it's just to highlight the point of how important consistency is. Mm -hmm. Nothing happens without great consistency. Yep. And so everybody listening right now, I want all of you, whether you kind of do it right now as I'm sharing this, or you kind of make a mental note or a physical note, you write down that you're going to do this. I want you to do Colton and I a favor. This is almost like, like piece of homework number one in our work together. Mm -hmm. I want you to isolate, remember, and highlight the period of time in your life when you were most successful. Mm. Some of you, you're living in it right now. Yep. Some of you, it's been going on for the last two years, like everything you're doing, it turns to gold. Some of you, like you're still saying, man, that was when I was in high school or it's when I was in college or it was three years ago. Yep. Whatever that period of time is, I want you to go back and I want you to say, why? Why were you successful then? Mm -hmm. What caused the result? And I would be blown away if the answer that you gave us wasn't in direct relation 
to how disciplined you were, mm-hmm. that you knew what you needed to do and you showed up every day and you did it because there was purpose behind it. There was fire behind it. There was mm-hmm. conviction. You believed in the goal and you just showed up and did it every day. So good. The reason why most of us fall short is because we choose to not have the discipline. Yep. Some people have a lot of success and then they get seduced by success. Yep. If you pay attention to Colton's story, he got to 100 million. He says, I'm not seduced by success. Most people get to the 100 million and say, I'm done. How do I how do I coast now? Yeah. He's saying, how do I double down? How do I invest in my brand? How do I continue to grow the business? How do I continue to grow others that I'm blessed to have this opportunity to part? I'm going to go all in. Mm -hmm. And so I want you to go back to those disciplines. And so I've got some crazy disciplines where people think I've got screws loose, which I do. I don't hide that. (laughs) I've worked out for one thousand six hundred and eighty eight straight days. And I'm not talking about like, well, I did 10 push ups today. I have done a workout that takes 45 minutes. It's called the unrequired. And I'm going to share it with Colton. It's going to be one of the challenges I'm going to have for him on, on his journey. Mm-hmm. And it's something we're going to offer all of you. Now you got to make sure that, you know, consult your doctor, make sure in terms of your body, you can handle some of the things or you'll build up to yep. some of the pieces of this, yep. but it's a workout that I built. It takes 45 minutes. It's 10 different exercises, all body weight, planks, wall sits, things of that nature. Mm -hmm. I've done it for 1,688 straight days without missing a day. I missed 10 days, but on the 10 days that I missed because I had a staph infection removed from my ankle a couple of years ago, I was on crutches and I couldn't do it. (laughs) I did a thousand curls in my bed, including making my wife bring 15 pound dumbbells to the hospital the day I had surgery so I could keep my streak going. So when I say discipline, I'm talking about extreme discipline. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying to anybody, you don't have to take days off of working out. I told you I got some screws loose. <laughs> but if you know that reading books is important for you, start a streak of reading every day. That's right. If you know that eating healthy is important for some of your goals, start a streak of eating. Mm-hmm. And if you throw in a cheat meal every now and again, make it one cheat meal. Not, well, I cheated, so I'll make it a second cheat meal, a third cheat meal, a fourth cheat Oh, screw it. I've been cheating for three days. I'll just keep cheating on my mm-hmm. food. Honor the things you say that you're going to do. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> when it comes to your business, when you go back and isolate, these were the disciplines that made me successful, then choose to just do them every day. Mm-hmm. If you had a pipeline that was full of great sales opportunities that led to sales and revenue, go back and do the things that caused the pipeline. to be. That's right. That's right. So di- discipline wins. There's there's no way around it. Discipline and consistency wins. Yeah. And what's funny is, is people are like, you know, you, you hear people say things like some people get lucky, you know, success is, is, is luck. And it's like, okay, 1,688 days in a row. If you can commit to anything for 1,000, even these 12 months, right? So we're going to talk about what we're going to do over these next 12 months. But if you just say for one year, I'm going to commit myself to these things, right? Whether it's your health journey, your fitness journey, your business, your personal brand, a podcast, whatever it is to take your life to the next level, you'd be shocked at what you could accomplish in 12 months. I mean, absolutely shocked. And and everybody listening, it's going to blow your mind. And all we want you to do is one day at a time, go on this journey. With us. Yeah, that's, yeah. It. that's it. One day at a time. And this whole lucky thing, let's talk about this. Mm -hmm. So let's give credit where credit is due to two individuals that mean a lot to you and I, Andy Fursell and Ed Milet. I mean, two dear friends of mine. I was with Andy yesterday. We we both live in St. Louis. I was out at First Form HQ getting a workout in with his brother, Sal. Mm -hmm. And so I've been around these guys. They're dear friends. You think these guys got lucky? The only reason why somebody ever says, oh, we got lucky is because that's an excuse for the person saying they got lucky to not put in the work that they did. So if you're one of those people in the past that said, well, he got lucky, she got lucky, she got lucky, he got lucky, that's enough. Mm -hmm. Then then you know what? This journey might not be for you because you got to silence that self-talk and recognize nobody gets lucky to the tune of becoming a billionaire. That's That's not, there's no luck in becoming a billionaire. Mm -mm. You become a billionaire because you believe in yourself yeah. and you believe in the power of team and you believe in discipline yeah. 
Yep. And you believe when you get knocked down. And if you really pay attention to Ed Milet and Andy Frisella's stories, those men have been knocked down more than many people could ever handle in their lives. That's right. But their strength to mm-hmm. get back up had nothing to do with luck. Mm-hmm. It had to do with a burn inside of them that we're going to teach you to connect to. It's yep. going to cause you to change your disciplines in your life over these next 365 days. If, if you guys can't tell I'm fired up, then these people aren't breathing, Colton. <laughs> I'm fired up, too. And the thing is, too, Ed Milet talks a lot about – there's a video, actually. I'll send it to you after this. But it talks about being a dripping faucet, right? And he talks mm. about how a lot of people can do something for a month, for three months, for 12 months, even a couple years. But he's like, I'm going to outlast you. I'm like a dripping faucet and eventually you're going to quit because I will never give in. And I think that when you talk about Andy Frisella, Ed Milet, even your journey, people that have achieved it at the highest level, they it's so long-term it's because it's who they are. Right. And so talk to me about that, right. The process and falling in love with the process, because I think successful people, it's honestly less about the goals. I believe in goals. I believe in writing them down. But to be like ultra high level success, you have to fall in love with the grind and the process and the work that's required. So why don't you talk to me about that? Yeah, so we're gonna, as part of the gift that we're gonna give all of you uh, today, and we'll, we'll make that announcement here before the end of the show, but everybody's gonna receive a special gift. And in that gift, there's gonna be a tool, another one of the six mental training tools. I mentioned the power to reframe earlier. I believe in what I call your prize fighter day. We're going to teach you how to break down your life into the daily disciplines, the process personally, professionally, and in your service to others. That's going to teach you exactly what it looks like to win one day at a time. And then we're going to be there to support you, encourage you and drive accountability to those disciplines for you to win more in your life. We live in a world where people want to say, trust the process, trust the process. One of the chapters in my book that I wrote last year called The Standard refutes trust the process. Now, you do have to trust the process, but if you think trusting the process is enough, then you might be one of those people that thinks that all you have to do is wake up in the morning, look up in the sky, say, dear God, give me the strength to do it, and then take your shoes off, go outside and do some sort of a grounding exercise and pray that great things happen. That's trusting the process. Yeah. I promise you that's not going to get it done. Yep. I've always believed you have to attack the process. That's right. So once you identify the process, and we just encourage you, first homework assignment, go back to that period of time when you were most successful. You're going to write down all those disciplines. They might be the same disciplines that you do need to trust, but you need to go back to attacking. Yeah. We're going to take those disciplines we're going to place them inside of your prize fighter day and then encourage you to attack the process of your prize fighter day one day at a time. And when you choose to do that, the byproduct will be you getting back to winning at very high levels. I love it. What, so what do you think, because you've worked with some of the highest performers in the world, what do you think is the reason they have the burn? Like everybody's different, I'm assuming, but how do you sustain greatness? That's what I've been like obsessing over is like you said, we went from zero to a hundred million, but I want to sustain this for a lifetime. So how do we sustain greatness and how does the audience, you know, tap into some of the highest performers and what they do? So I'm going to, let's do a little coaching with you. Okay. Okay. Yep. So I believe, and and I'm going to share just a a little piece, but one of the things I'm really excited for, I believe that part of your burn is going to become. And so when I say this, sometimes the burn changes. Okay. But you, you had a life altering moment from a physical standpoint Yes. where you made a choice when you had an opportunity, right? To say, Hey, I have to look at who I am. And you decided to start changing behaviors and your business gets to a hundred million. Isn't this interesting? That's right. So you decided to start attacking all areas of your life. Yep. In doing that, Colton, you now and you going publicly with your story and taking the visionaries table and doing some of the things you're doing, which has never been done on a podcast before. Mm -hmm. There's people who have done little trickles, 
but some of the things and the ideas and the design of what you're doing over the next 12 months has never been done before in the history of podcasting ever, ever. Yep. And you are personally putting yourself out there, which for me, I think there's this burn that we're going to start to see in you where you say, I don't have a choice anymore. Mm -hmm. So there's no going backwards on a hundred million because you just put everybody in the stands. That's right. There's no putting people in the stands with some of the things we've already seen you do physically. And now you're going to take the next level to get to fit. There's no going backwards because the burn is Colton. You've put yourself in the game and you are the example. Yep. And you need to help people get to that next level. So your hundred million that becomes a quarter of a billion, which one day becomes a billion. We need you. We're counting on you Mm -hmm. to stay connected to being that example. There's no going backwards. Now it's no different for me. How can I hit the snooze button, Mm -hmm. skip my workout, stop my streak, eat pancakes rather than the healthy breakfast that I ate, turkey, sausage, and eggs, Mm -hmm. right? I would have eaten pancakes and then get on here and talk about discipline. I'd be the biggest fraud in the industry. That's right. I've committed to a life of being the example so that somebody listening today believes and you have been doing the same. And I think you and I owe it to each other to push and challenge each other to the next level Mm -hmm. for the whole world to see. Yep. I'm in. I'm in. And I think that's that's the biggest thing, too, is the results a lot of time. Like people see my story. Well, you know what? I'm actually a, a pretty average guy that's a lot more driven, a lot hungrier, has that burn that you talk about. And I just think anybody can do it if they decide, right? If they just make a decision, stick with that decision, and then engage in the process every single day. So I want to talk about about what we're going to do, right? So over the next 12 months, this is the first time we're talking about it on air. Um, we're going to go through a journey where me and Ben are going to talk for 12 months, once a month, and coach you on mental toughness. And so Ben has a cool thing that he wants to announce that we're going to engage in, that everyone listening to this is going to get. So why don't you explain what you, sh- what you talked to me about earlier uh, before air? So one of the most important things, and so for those who have been part of coaching experiences with me. Maybe I coached you, you know, somebody listening and I, I coached a team that you were on. I, I've engaged with you or maybe this is a new relationship. One of the things you'll learn about me is that if this turns into motivation, this is a waste of our time. Yeah. I am not a motivational speaker. I am a coach. Yep. And so Colton and I are engaging in a responsibility to go on a journey with you to drive long-term change and growth in your life. That's not motivation. That is, that's based on discipline and accountability. That's coaching. And so the only way I've known to get there over the last 18 years has now been part of what is now volume four of your mental toughness playbook. So the four volumes in their entirety have been purchased or downloaded over a million times. It's incredible. These are the six mental training tools that we use in our coaching work. So Colton is going to give everybody the opportunity, his team will help you understand how to get it, to get a PDF copy of the playbook, as well as access to two and a half hours of me teaching these concepts. So when we say the power to reframe, when you engage and get access to the program for free, we're giving it to you as a gift Mm -hmm. to go on this journey with us. The power to reframe, there's going to be a 20 minute video that you can watch on on reframe. So good. When I mentioned your prize fighter day, we don't want to take up our time just teaching a prize fighter day to all of you. It's a 20 minute video. Yep. It's going to help you build your prize fighter day so that we can talk about more things that are relevant, or maybe yep. people are going to send in questions and we're going to yes. help somebody through what they're going through. Yep. All of the tools are going to be available to you. And it was important for us to make sure that you had what you needed. You had the tools for us to begin this journey together. That's right. It's, it's huge. And so we are. We're going to do Q&A at the end of every one of the shows that we do. We're doing one uh, the, in February. Our assistants just set it up. I don't know the exact day as of now, but we'll announce all that. And we'll have a landing page, right, that's going to that's gonna basically where you can find all this information. And me and Ben will work that out. I'll post it in one of the next uh, stories and one of the next um, – you know, when we, when we announced the podcast. So, um, Ben, why don't you, why don't we talk about and how to end this right the right way? So every podcast I do, 
I end with three questions. So if you had to define success, what would your definition be? And we've kind of hit on it, but what would your definition be of success? Your ability to get back up one more time than you've been knocked down. Mm. So good. So good. Okay. And then question two, we hit on this too a little bit, but specifically to you, what legacy do you want to leave behind? I want to serve a billion people, which has always been my goal. Mm. And I've been saying that for darn near two decades. (laughs) And I recognized over a decade ago, I can't do it by myself. So for all of you listening, and I'm just blessed for this opportunity to do this with you through Colton, that we get to do this together. That's right. And that that billion, it's not going to happen with me just going around speaking and doing coaching work. I need all of you to join us on this journey. And so for me, I'm going to serve a billion people to honor my mom and make sure that her legacy even though she left this world far too soon, mm-hmm. that her story will be brighter and bigger than it's ever been. Gosh, it fires me up. Okay, and then and then question three, what are three skill sets that you think someone needs to change their life and take their life to the next level? So I, I believe number one is you have to understand legacy. So these are actually my three core values. So you have to understand legacy which really means you got to figure out what that burn is. I mean, if you're going to have legacy, you got to understand that burn. Yep. So legacy, discipline, and mental toughness. Mm-hmm. So that discipline piece, when we give you an opportunity to connect to the disciplines and the behaviors that need to change, you're going to have to choose to change them. Yep. And then the mental toughness piece is, if you think just because we share tools with you that that's going to be the difference and you know, now if you tune in every month, you're no longer going to face challenge and adversity. Mm-hmm. You may face more challenge and adversity. The bigger the game you want to play, Andy Frisella and I and Sal Frisella, we were talking about this yesterday. The bigger you scale and the more you grow, the harder it is oftentimes. That's, that's it doesn't right. get any easier. So you're going to need mental toughness. You're going to need great discipline. And you're going to need that burn to get clear on what your legacy is. Yeah. Okay, man, this has been a pleasure. I'm, I'm so fired up. I can't wait for next month. So we'll announce this, obviously, on all, all platforms. But we'll be doing a show once a month where we're going to dive deep into coaching you to help you take your life to the next level when we talk about mental toughness and that burn, which it all starts with. That's where it all starts with. We can teach business all day long. We can teach you know, how to market your company and and all of that stuff matters, but none of it matters unless you have that mental toughness and that burn to take your life to the next level. So Ben, it's been a pleasure, man. I look forward to it. Um, We'll, we'll, we'll hit, we'll pick this back up next month. Colton, I, I appreciate it. As I like to say, now we go. And my mantra for 2024, which all of you better buy into it. Otherwise you might be on the wrong journey. This journey might not be for you. I've been saying we are coming for everything. I appreciate you. I'm excited for this. Amen, man. Thanks, Ben. This episode of The Burn Podcast is powered by BenNewmanCoaching.com your number one source for increasing consistency in your life and building the mental toughness habits required to live the life of your dreams. From self-paced courses to live coaching with Ben and everything in between, head over to bennewmancoaching.com and join the thousands of members working to unlock their peak performance every day.